everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the 12 Questions Podcast here on the Teardown Feed. My name is Jeff Gluck, and each week we ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. Although I say each week, but we were just off for the last two weeks because of the summer break for the Olympics. But now we're back, and we have IndyCar Series points leader Alex Pillow right here on the podcast. He is heading to Nashville with that points lead in just his second season, his first with Chip Ganassi Racing, 24-year-old making a pretty good name for himself after coming over from Spain and Japan where he raced for two different seasons. Anyway, I don't know uh, Alex super well. I've gotten to um, briefly talk to him a couple times at the racetrack, but nothing you know, super in depth or anything like that. So I'm excited to chat with him today. So let's get him on the line and see how it goes. All right, everybody. I'm here with Alex Pillow. And uh, first of all, Alex, I appreciate you doing this IndyCar points leader going into Nashville. That's pretty cool. It's got to be a, a nice feeling after the break. Yeah, it is. It is. It's uh, super excited. Um, we, we've been like four weeks or three weeks uh, without racing, but uh, fortunately we had a test. I think almost every team had a test at least. And yeah, we've been preparing the last couple of races. Excited for Nashville. Looks like it's going to be a huge event. Um, drivers are excited. Teams are excited and fans are super excited as well. So yeah, looking nice. forward. Okay. So Alex, uh, when you meet someone who doesn't know who you are, do you ever lie about what you do for a living? Um, normally I don't. Um, I did at some point, but uh, it always goes wrong. So if, <laughs> if I try to, if, if you try to lie, if you try to make up a story, um, it, it goes wrong because they starting, they start, people start asking questions about the lie and then they catch you. So, um, one time I did it with my girlfriend, uh, when we met some, some friends and, and it didn't work. So not going to do that again. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, which current IndyCar driver have you known the longest? Yeah. The, the thing is that I, I, I didn't know anybody until last year and then I met everybody. So I would say everybody's quite equal. Um, obviously now personally, I know more of my teammates, but, uh, but yeah, I didn't know anybody from, from Europe. That's really interesting. You know, like some of these guys, you know, know each other since they were kids or whatever, and you come in, was it hard to make relationships or have you found that easy? Um, and well, I did a mistake. I met Pato in Japan because he was racing. In, we were both racing in Super Formula, so he's probably the the guy I know from from before I came here to the US. But um, no, it's quite easy, and I think the IndyCar paddock it's uh, really open. So uh, whenever there's a new driver, I I think everybody's happy and and everybody's super welcoming. Um, so yeah, they 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 were super welcoming to me. Nice. Uh, can you describe to us what it feels like to crash in a race car? Um, it's painless. It's painful. It's painful because, um, yeah, I think especially in on ovals, when you crash on ovals, you're going such a high speed that uh, it's really painful. And it's painful both physically and mentally, just because you never want to crash your car. You know that there's so much effort putting on that car uh, from the engineers, the mechanics, everybody at the shop. Um, and then you go and crash it out. So um, it's racing, so things happen, and you know that uh, that it's gonna happen. But um, yeah, you never want to crash. 
Yeah. Uh, do you have any new habits or lifestyle changes you've made lately that you're particularly proud of? Not much. Um, well, since I came here to the U.S., um, I've been, especially here in India, I, I always wake up super early, like for me, super early at 6 a.m. Um, and I work out first thing in the morning with my trainer. Um, in Spain, we don't wake up so so <laughs> early. So for me, that's a good thing. There's somebody that's been waking up at 6 a.m. since they were five. But for me, that's that's a, a new thing. No, I, that's hard. I definitely respect that. Yeah, for sure. Um, what makes you laugh during a race? Um, I don't think you're in the mood to laugh. Um, just because you know that there's so many things that can happen. Imagine if, even if you are leading the race and you are easily, uh, looking like you're super strong and everything is gone super well, you know, that until you don't cross the finish line, you, you're, the race is not over. So um, normally what it made me uh, love, it's uh, Barry, my, the guy that is on my radio. Um, he's the person that uh, just communicates with me. And I know, you know, depending on how he expresses, uh, what are they feeling and how are all the team thinking. And, and sometimes we, we can laugh a bit and we can make some fun, but we typically we are typically really um, like focus and we don't do it too much, but yeah. Um, last couple of laps. Yeah. You try to make things go a bit. Uh, yeah. More funny. Okay. Uh, what is a quality or skill you envy in other drivers? There's a lot. I mean, there's drivers that are super, super, super quick in one lap. I, and I would like to be like that, like, willpower that has I don't know 50 or 60 poles like that's that's a lot um, but then you have Scott Dixon my teammate that starts 19th with a really slow car and he finished up top five every race so I envy that a bit more because that's when they give up points but um, yeah I think every driver has one one really strong point and I just try to learn a bit from everybody and try to be like as consistent and as equal as possible. Okay. Um, so this is a, a wild card question where I'm mixing it up for each driver. Um, Dario recently said that behind your, your very nice, polite exterior, uh, you're as tough as anything. Um, I, I, I imagine that's, you know, you have to bring different sides of yourself out at different times. How do you balance those two, those two sides of being nice at times and, you know, having to be really tough at times? I think you learned that um, since the beginning when you start uh, on this sport. I think it's a it's it's, it's a difficult sport as, as all the sports, but it's a sport that it's not um, it it how you say it. It's not equal for everybody, um, and and you pass with um, I don't know ninety five percent of the times. It's tough times, so you gotta be super tough because you know. Um, that yeah, ninety-five percent of the times you're gonna be having uh, struggling in 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 some different areas. Um, but you gotta be—I don't know—I'm nice, I think, because I'm living my my dream, right? So I'm I'm doing what I always wanted to do. Um, so that's why 
I think I'm always super happy and I'm always uh, nice. But yeah, you gotta be strong as well. Like you, one thing is to be nice and the other thing is to be like super happy all the time. I mean, yeah, you gotta be happy, but um, you want to you want to be here in IndyCar winning, not just taking part of of the championship. So yeah, it's a balance, but yeah, I think it it works out really well for me. So um, I, I'm not sure. Do you do you live in Indianapolis? Yes. Okay. So if you were allowed to relocate to uh, a different place than where your team shop is, uh, where would you want to live? Uh, Austin, Texas. So last year was my first year living in in the U.S. and I went to Austin because um, my previous team was in Chicago and I didn't need to live there. Uh, it's a city I love. It's yeah, I I have a lot of fun there. So yeah, I would relocate there. So did you already, you already lived there yeah. uh, before Indy? Oh, okay. So you got yeah. the Austin experience and everything like that. That's I did, cool. but it was with COVID. So I didn't get the full uh, city experience. I got like a bit of, of the experience of living there, but uh, everything was pretty much shut down. And yeah, the city was not running. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, what is an embarrassing mistake you've made on the racetrack that you're comfortable sharing with us now? I made a lot of mistakes, uh, embarrassing mistake. I think in Europe, because we have standing starts, um, you tend to make a lot more mistakes that are quite more embarrassing just because it's, it's a moment where you can lose so many places and, and yeah, do bad stuff. But one of my first races in F3, uh, it was raining in a street course and I couldn't really see the lines where you relocate your car and I located my my car in the middle of the road and everybody so in the middle of the instead of you know that uh, we stand like left and right oh right so I right. located my car in the middle oh 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 <laughs> so everybody looking from outside was wondering like <laughs> what is Alex doing and I didn't know so we made a start and obviously I got a penalty a drive-through penalty and and yeah I didn't understand why everybody was like thinking what was Alex yeah doing at in the middle of the road but yeah that day I couldn't see the lines oh well yeah I can't blame you for that yeah <laughs> um if someone were to hand you an envelope and inside of this envelope was the date of your final career victory would you want to open it uh no you don't want to know no no why would you I mean no no because um you you are in this sport to win. So, um, yeah, I mean, you are in this sport to have fun and, and live your dream and, and yeah, race, compete, you know, that you're going to lose and that's accepted. But, uh, yeah, the end goal is to win. So if they tell you that in 2035, that's going to be your last win, why I should keep on racing like mm -hmm. yeah it makes no point no sense so yeah i wouldn't like to see uh when it's going to be my last win so yeah i would not open that envelope okay uh have you achieved your childhood dream yeah i did i did but i did i mean i don't think you have one dream okay so one dream for me and and the the biggest target was to get to indica okay um but 
that's not a full full dream that's part of the a dream which it's going to be 50% of the dream but to really fulfill that dream is to be a champion i mean um i i guess it's easy easy to to be part of indycar and i say easy like it's okay there's a lot of drivers that are able to be part of indycar but there's not so many that are able to to be a champion so um did i fulfill it not fully but i'm I'm getting there and and we're trying but uh yeah a big part of it I did so it's being a racing driver and being part of IndyCar. All right. So each week um I ask a driver to give me a question for the next interview and the last interview I did was with um Ryan Vargas who drives in the Xfinity series for NASCAR and his question is um not counting IndyCar what has been the most fun competitive racing series you've gotten to be a part of? I have to say Super Formula. It's a series uh, really similar to IndyCar, but it's in Japan. It's only seven races because Japan, they have only like eight tracks in, mm. in the Japan area. So they cannot do like 25 races. So uh-huh. um, it's really competitive. It's uh, a car that it's super fun to drive. And it's really competitive because um, there's a lot of good drivers, but also they've been racing all these eight or seven tracks the japanese drivers they've been racing those tracks for the past 15 10 years so they know every small bump or small stone of the of the track and and the level of of their skills there it's like super high so yeah it's a super fun championship um the next interview i don't know who exactly it's going to be with yet but it's going to be somebody back on the nascar side so do you have a question that I can ask one of the uh, NASCAR drivers? One of the NASCAR drivers. Um, I would ask if he would be open to 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 come and race in, in IndyCar. And, and what does he think that it would be like the biggest um, challenge for him to, to be part of it? I mean, I guess that everybody would love. I think as a driver, you want to try everything. Like I would race trucks if I could like dirt and, and even boats I would race. So I would love to race that, but what would be the challenge, uh, to, to raise that and, and to come to IndyCar for him. Okay. I love it. Well, man, thanks so much for, uh, for joining me and doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. That's fun. I, I like different interviews and to be honest, it, it does a different, a different thing. Um, so yeah, I like it. Thank you so much. All right, everybody, there you have it. Alex Pillow on the 12 Questions podcast. Pretty cool uh, to have him on here and uh, appreciate his time. Obviously, a really nice guy. So that was uh, got some interesting answers there, I thought. And we'll see if he is able to keep up his strong performance this week at Nashville. Really excited to see that Nashville race uh, over the bridge on the streets of Nashville, over the water. Uh, That should be a pretty interesting sight there. The aerial views are going to be really cool for that. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that goes. In the meantime, really appreciate you listening. Thanks so much as always. And I will talk to you next time on the 12 Questions Podcast. Podcast.